So I just want to say thanks for your time. Thank you for your, your, uh, your generosity with your time. I know that you're a busy person. Um, so I, I would love to talk about Nomada Latam and just understand your guys's journey as entrepreneurs, right? Because that's what this podcast is all about. So we, we talk about marketing, technology, but also just being an entrepreneur and what it means to start a company, uh, maybe talk about some successes, talk about some failures uh, and just the journey. So um, let's get into it. Why don't we talk about Nomad and Latam first? Uh, I've done the research. I know what you guys do, but I would love to hear uh, in your own words uh, what you guys do, who you serve and, and, and how you help your, your clients. Yeah. Well, um, Nomad Latam uh, match, uh, matches prevented top talent from Latin America with fast growing companies under a, a near short stack augmentation model using our platform with AI, AI sorry. Yep. <laughs> and we are helping the, the Latinos to elevate their lives, their lives, yep. uh, because we really believe in the, um, in the talent from Latin America. We, Alejandra and I, well, my partner, we had this experience before where people from uh, USA or people from Europe didn't want to, to work with Latinos because they thought yep. we were a bit busy or, or we didn't have the, enough skills to work with them. And then we realized that it's not true, but it's just the message that we send to the international um, companies or international teams. So that's why we decided to, to work with, um, with this concept where we are uh, telling to the world that the Latinos, people from Latin America, we are ready to, to work with people from all the world and ready to do this uh, remote job as well. So yeah. that's why we are connecting the talent from Latin America, especially uh, exactly from uh, talent for, from tech, uh, designers, sales, uh, customer support, customer success, and all these uh, digital and tech positions, we are connecting with fast growing companies in USA and Canada. Uh, now we have some clients from USA, um, but mostly from Mexico, who is looking for uh, uh, talent from Venezuela, Colombia, and Argentina. And that's why we are working hard to, to, yeah. to find this um, investment to, to mm -hmm. make it everything uh, faster and to, to build our platform and to make it, uh, yeah. Uh, bigger <laughs> yeah yeah awesome that that's super exciting you guys have been doing this since uh, about 2020 is that right yes actually my partner i was previously i was in another um with another founder another um, yeah in another business with other uh, partners yep. uh, but i decided to leave and then alejandra called me during the COVID, and she said yeah. that she wanted to do this like uh, to to tell to the world that latinos had the potential to work with other people in the other other cultures, and I was uh, without 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 work without a job, and then I said, okay, I understand that it's going to be really, <laughs> I it's going to be really I don't know like tired and you know what what does it mean to yeah. be an entrepreneur? But I say okay, let's yeah. do it. So during the pandemic during the COVID, we started to with the ideas, and on December twenty. 2020, mm -hmm. uh, we we launched the the brand and we we launched the social media and everything. Yeah. So we started yeah. officially on December 2020. 
That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's already hard enough um, to launch a company, right? But to launch a company in the middle of COVID <laughs> is, is even, uh, you know, it's unprecedented, right? It's like, nobody does that. Um, but it, it, it seemed like a natural fit because you guys are remote and you're offering remote uh, work. And so did you, did you feel like, um, because of the, the nature of what you're doing, offering the remote work, um, did you get, let's say, did you get anyone um, recognizing that and, and working with you because of that? Or did it really not make a difference? Did COVID not really make a difference for you? Or do you think it was a help? Well, first, as uh, founders, um, I think it was easier to make the decision to, to run the business because we didn't have another option, you know? Yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we don't do that, what? Then what? Yeah. I mean, we are, we don't have another <laughs> option. So yeah, yeah. Uh, let's make Survival. it happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also Alejandra, my, my partner, she, she also has some experience running other business. And we also were in another startups working in the um, sales team. So that's why we also know how to, to create new business. Sure. Um, so that's why it was easier for us to say, okay, let's do it. And then we will mm. see. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. also because we have uh, friends um, who are now our mentors who said, do it, do it because it's a great opportunity for a Latin America to express what you, you are trying to say that you have the potential to work with multicultural remote teams. Um, and that's why we, we decided to make, to, to, to do it. Mm. And for the other side, uh, I think, yes, it was easier now. It was a good timing to make the decision about this yeah. because uh, the companies, everybody were looking for remote talent and maybe not exactly from Latin America, but remote sure. talent. So that's why we have a lot of uh, companies from Mexico who are working with us because they're, we, they started to looking for remote talent in Mexico. And then they saw that they can find a great talent in Argentina, Venezuela, Colombia, right. and the, the salaries are, um, I mean, um, not that high that in Mexico, but it's still good offers for the for the talent from, from South America. So yeah. it was good timing. I, I, I would say it was good timing. It was, um, I mean, we had the, the energy to make it, to do it, sorry. And that's why I think it was easy, but it doesn't yeah. mean that now, it's still easy because <laughs> yeah, now yeah. Remote, the remote talent or remote work it's it's part of our day so it's yep. not that new so yep. we had to work with the innovation and the customer uh, service mm. and all the, yeah. all the quality of our talent and etc that's right have you guys noticed um like this topic of uh you know the great resignation right this topic of where people are leaving their jobs and not returning do you feel, um, and th th not only that, but also the fact that COVID has made remote work the new norm, right? Yeah. Um, you guys, it seems like you guys have a couple of things at your advantage, right? <laughs> it, feel, it feels like it. Um, but I, I personally, I'm a huge believer in remote work way before the pandemic, um, mostly because, um, you know, my lifestyle, and that's what I want to, that's the kind of lifestyle that I want to have is the remote work and that freedom. For myself and also people that that i work with um but also you know my my company i don't know if you did any research or if you, you know exactly what i do but um my company digital factory marketing we're, we're a small marketing agency and our focus is helping software companies 
in software dev shops in Latin America, um, you know, we provide a marketing service to them so that they can find um, projects here in the United States. So we really just create, you know, we, it's all about lead generation and booking appointments um, with U.S. decision makers. So we believe uh, in, I, I fully believe in remote work, but also I believe in um, the talent uh, that comes out of Latin America. So I'm a huge believer in that. I mean, I do it every day. <laughs> so I believe in it. Uh, so that's great. So as soon as I saw Nomad and Latam, I was like, oh man, these guys would be super fun to interview and, and put on the podcast uh, and to learn from, honestly. Uh, I think that we can learn from each other. So yeah, let's, let's get into, um, a I would love to know a little bit more about the journey. So um, the both of you uh, come from the tech, the, the tech world. Is that right? tech space tech space tech environment but not tech uh, background i mean sure. we, I, understand. Um, I started interna international business i yep. even um live one year in europe starting in my university there in europe and and where it was my first time that i experienced the moment when people say, no, I, I, I don't want to work with the Mexicans because they are lazy. I would like to oh, work wow. with, with the Germans, you know, yeah. everybody wants to work with the Germans. Yeah. And, but I wanted to work with the, with the, with the German as well, sure. because I wanted huh? to, to, know, to, to know what, what, the, how they, they do the things. Yeah. Yeah. was the first time for me, like, why? I mean, I also have the, the knowledge and that's why I'm here studying with you in Europe and I'm from Mexico. Well, uh, and after that, I went to, I started my professional, my career in sales. Uh, mm. All the time I had been in sales and I loved sales and yeah. but always in the startups. So that's why we have, we know how is the environment with the startups, uh, what the startups need, um, about the talent that they were, they were looking for in the startup because I mean, you are, and when you are in a startup, when it's super in the early stages, sometimes there are five in the team. You are the only one who is selling, the founder, <laughs> one tech team, and yeah. maybe one from marketing, and that's all. And you are going to sell, you don't know what, but you had to sell it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and Alejandra as well. Alejandra, uh, she started um, a accountability, accountability. And she started also he, uh, her career in the um, in the startups. And actually, we were working in Runa HR. I don't know if you know the startup. And, no, I've never heard of it. And they they also do they have a software for, for payroll for startups. And the, there it was the first time that we we met and we started to to have this um, idea about to. to to launch our own business someday because the founder it was a woman mm -hmm. and she was very inspired for us as well. Courtney, yes, awesome. Yeah, when you have this kind of inspiration, you also want to yeah. do that someday. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, let's talk about uh, the marketing piece, just uh, because that's what I do, uh, and a lot of my audience love. You know, they love the idea of learning how um, someone as yourself uh, could can launch a company and and get customers. So, um, let's talk about your ideal customer. Have you guys, have you guys went through that process of, of learning your ideal customer, having sort of a profile of, of who you want to work with? Um, 
But what do you mean with our customer as yep. um, like your client that you're that you are providing that you're providing talent to? Okay. Well, we have two clients two clients for us. Okay. Uh, the company who is going to pay for the talent and for the service yeah. of the search yeah. and the candidate as well. Because sure. if we don't do if we don't do the the great marketing for the talent, we will yeah. never have a uh, uh, great database. So yep. for us, they are or two clients. Um, for the companies, um, we, we we usually work with uh, remote companies who have remote teams, and that's the the principal. Sure. Um, Easy to sell, right? Yes. Yeah. You're not convincing yeah. them of anything new, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. And then um, companies who has this fast growing um, who is. In, companies fast growing growing companies sorry yep um usually they are the companies who have some investment right now and they they understand that they don't have the time yep. to do the inter interviews to traditional go, hiring yeah yeah and so because they wanted to land, launch their product uh, they yep. wanted to sell and they wanted to make the money so that's we are that's that um we are the best Friend for this kind of companies in these stages because we awesome. do everything. Yeah, I that's mean, where we, that's where staff augmentation comes in naturally. Is when yeah. you have a fast growing company, they don't have again they don't have time to hire, um, and you can come in and augment, maybe provide them a few candidates now and then several later, right? Or maybe even come down and and uh, bring your you know bring the candidates back the candidate numbers back down. So you can you have that flexibility, right? For these yeah. these companies, they don't know what. I mean, you can grow fast, but then things can peak and things can decline. And uh, yeah, it's it's a nightmare, I think, internally to hire and then fire, right? So Yeah, um, and sometimes we have spoke with some clients who said, no, no, I don't need this kind of service. I will do it myself. And two months, two months later, sure. they come back and they say, I still, I don't have the talent. So help me now. Yep. But that time, he has spent yeah. two months, not yep. only two months without that person, two months yeah. without their product, losing yep. money, losing a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's truly a cost associated with hiring and firing, right? That churn rate actually costs you a lot of money, uh, a lot of money, a lot of a lot of time. That's so I awesome. Love, I love I love your guys' niche. I love that. I love what you're doing. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, actually, and um, we just read we just read and it takes about 60, 62 days to find the right talent. Oh, wow. Uh, 62 it's a lot of wow. time in any in any market or in any in a specific industry in the in the tech and highly yeah. highly qualified highly qualified workers sure. wow wow 62 days on average it's a lot that's, and about, that's crazy wow and about 14 interviews and oh. 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. And those are big numbers <laughs> Yeah, and fifteen uh, fifteen thousand um, dollars per position. Oh wow, wow! For the just for the hiring process. Yes, for the hiring. But to go means, through HR to yeah onboarding. Onboarding wow. uh, people who is making double double times double job or people who is not that wow. happy because they, another person le leave and a lot of things. I mean, quanti uh, qualified and unqualified. No. Yeah. See. Unmeasurable, measurable. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Measurable and unmeasurable. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, those are those are uh, those are big numbers. Um, have you guys seen like a progression in your marketing? Um, like when you first started, uh, I'm curious. Like two years later, does your ideal client look different? For example, um, the type of the type of client that you're trying to uh, provide talent to, or also the the type of um, candidate that you're that you're trying to attract. Are are they? Has there been a little bit of an evolution to that? Yeah. For example, for the client, um, first we were working with with companies who were looking for only for headhunting. Mm. I mean, it's a, like a, like the traditional headhunting specialized in IT positions. So you yeah. pay one fee and you you leave the, the the talent and they they will make everything the rest. Yeah. But now they realize that it's uh, much better if, we work, if they work with a staff augmentation, near-shore staff augmentation, because all the, the numbers that we just said. Okay. So that was the, the evolution with them. We try to explain them why, how, and that is much better if we work like that, okay? So mm -hmm. it's kind of the same uh, companies, but in a different with a different uh, perception of what we are doing. Yeah. And that means that we also have more um, or pipeline. It's more, it's more uh, in our pipeline. <laughs> yes, yeah. have companies, more companies from USA because from USA, it's easier to understand how it works the near short staff augmentation. Yep. More easier for them than for Latin America. I mean, the companies from, from Mexico, for example. Mm -hmm. And also because what is happening now in Latin America happened happening 20 years ago. So here is quite new, all the things about digital nomads and remote work and remote culture, all these thing, yeah. things. So that's why we are focused on USA right now for the clients. And yep. in that part, you could help us very well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should, we should collaborate for sure. Yes. Um, and, you know, and the other side with the candidates, uh, at the mm -hmm. beginning, we, just, uh, we had these uh, registra registrations from all kind of um, professions, but now we have more uh, people from tech, tech who mm -hmm. would like to work, yes, for the American companies and also the designers and the QA and all these tech positions. Wow. Sweet. We have yeah. more, yeah, we have more uh, registration from this kind of profiles than yep. the, the juniors. Interesting. And I think, I think maybe that's just the market speaking, right? Like that's just, that's what, that's, that's what the market needs is more tech right now, especially with, with the great resignation, uh, especially, but I know that there's a, a very, very big shortage because I have my finger on the pulse of the market all the time because I'm in it, right? I'm in this space uh, this near shoring space, specifically the, the tech side, right? So there is this, uh, yeah, there's a big hole to be filled when it comes to tech talent in this, in the U S. Um, and yeah, I, also, you know, if ahead. you let me add something and yep. with, with the great resignation, um, in Mexico, for example, uh, we also have still, um, companies who is, uh, who are asking for a position to go to the office, but the yep. candidate said, I probably uh, accept if they pay me more. Not wow. the same. Not the same that that wow. I'm that I'm asking for if it's remote. So yeah, the commute, right? It's the commute. Yes. <laughs> it's their time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and I don't very think... interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, well. 
Yeah. So there's like a tipping point where, where it's like, actually it costs me more money and time to go to the office. So you have to pay for that. Wow. Really interesting. Really, really interesting. Um, wow. That's, that's a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of answers like that. Okay. Yes. I really like the, the challenge. I really like the, the business. I really like everything, but if they want me to go to the office, I ask him for more money that from this job description, because yep. this is this is remote, uh, position. Sure. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Um, that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing your, that sort of that evolution, um, on both the candidate side and, and the client side. Very, very interesting. Um, I was going to, I was going to talk about the industry a little bit of this nearshoring space. Um, you know, I've had, as you can imagine, my clients are all again, decision makers, entrepreneurs from Latin America. Um, I work, I've worked with, um, countries all the way from Mexico to Argentina. Uh, and you know, it's really, an interesting space. It's really this weird industry that only the people who are in it know that it exists, right? Like there are so many, it's, it's really incredible how many people in the United States executives who have been in, been around for 15 or 20 years still are either unfamiliar with this, uh, you know, near shoring, uh, to Latin America or, or they have the wrong perception. And, um, for me, it's, that's the biggest challenge. Uh, it's not challenging to, uh, to find, let's say, let's say candidates, right, in, in Latin America who are wanting to work with the U.S. and sell in U.S. dollars. That's not hard to find, right? But it's really interesting that the decision makers in the United States, are, there are very few who are really open-minded to the, to the idea. And it's not, it's not like a, a bad um, perception to Mexico or anything like that that I've found. It's more like um, they're just un- um, uneducated about the subject. And so when it comes to, to me doing marketing for my clients in Latin America, uh, I find myself constantly creating digital assets or constantly training on education. Like we have to educate the prospect about this, this world that we are very familiar with called nearshoring, right? Outsourcing. Um, but uh, the, the best form of communication, I'm sorry, the best form of marketing is education-based marketing. Yeah. Because if you are going to eventually convert that, that prospect into uh, a client, then it means that they're, first of all, that they're in market, that they have a need, that they have the budget, um, but also uh, they, they simply need to be brought through the process of, of that journey, right? There's somewhere, if you look at a marketing funnel, for example, they are somewhere in that marketing funnel, right? Whether it's top of funnel, middle of funnel, or bottom of funnel, they're in their journey. They're in their customer journey somewhere. So uh, for me, it's the decision maker, the client in the United States. For you, it's actually very, very similar. We're just offering different things. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the bottom line is we have to educate that, that client, that prospect on this thing called nearshoring. Um, and obviously there uh you know india has their foot already their their flag is already planted in in this um tech uh outsourcing world um because they had a head start right they got into it a long time ago and they have a very big a big flag planted there but there is so much untapped uh talent in latin america it's just crazy uh i mean the the type of type of customers that i have are 
amazing. Some of them are cutting edge at AI and VR. You know, some of them have amazing um, cybersecurity uh, services. A lot of them have, you know, your IT staffing model. Um, some are doing, you know, cut, you know, custom software development. Others are offering UI UX prototyping. But it's like they have such amazing teams, such amazing talent, and uh, and and a lot of what I'm doing with my clients is helping them identify their differentiator, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Because uh, it's really the three, I call it the holy trinity of nearshoring, which is, uh, you know, same time zone, top talent, better rates. That, that's, that's really the, the three advantages of, of nearshoring. And, and probably you found that those three are very valuable as well. But it's important that we go beyond those three things yeah. and try to find your differentiator. So what is it about Nomada Latam that's different from the competitor, right? Other people who are offering, um, you know, remote talent. And so that's just sort of my soapbox, my rambling, but this industry is so interesting to me. Uh, and it's a very, very niche industry. I think that's why it's such a niche industry that, um, <clears throat> you know, that really only very few people know about it. So we have to get Latin America out there, right? We've got to get these, these really, this really interesting talent um, out into the world. So that's what you guys, that's what you guys are doing. So, you know, hats off, hats off to you. It's awesome that you guys are, you're doing such a good job. Um, yeah. So before we, before we finish up, we've got just a minute or two here. Um, I want to know about like, just with you and Alejandro, uh, Reynos, Reynoso, sorry, I'll say her name again. Alejandro Reynoso. I promise I'll get it right. Um, <laughs> she's, she's going to judge me for that. If she sees this podcast. <laughs> so, um, I would love to know as entrepreneurs, um, what is, tell me something that you've learned in the last 24 months, uh, that's been, um, that's been big for you guys. What's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned as entrepreneurs? Well, um, I'm going to say that the, as I read in the read, sorry, in a book also, um, that the, the fear, you only can bite the fear with action. I don't nice. know if it's right, the, the, the sure. translation. Yep. Because when you are making, when you are running your own business, you, you are afraid of everything, you know? Like, what if I fail? fail? What if I don't have enough money? What if I go to speak with investors and I don't know the answers? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't, a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. And this, this time, I think I, I learned that it's easier if you make the action. I mean, you beat the fear if yeah. you, and if you do it, because then you just uh, procrastinate. I don't know how to yeah. say it. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Because then you said, okay, I had to do this. I had to speak with this, um, I don't know, this investor, but I'm so afraid that I'm going to, to talk to them like next week. And then maybe next month, because now it's not the right yeah. time. Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, now we don't really need it. And, but you know yeah. that you need it, but you are afraid to speak with them because you don't, you don't feel very ready, that ready, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, this is like an example. So sure. this year for us, it was like that, like, let's do it. I know I'm super nervous and I'm afraid about this. Even if, even doing this, uh, this conversation with you in English for me, it was like, oh my God, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to do this, but you're, you're okay. super brave, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're extremely brave for doing that. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. So with Ale, we are doing this all the time. Like, okay, I'm we are super afraid and we are nervous and yeah that we already prepare ourselves, we read a lot, we make the numbers, so let's do it. 
oh, yes. let's try, let's make it happen. So for to beat the fear, we had to um, make the action, you know, yeah. make it happen. And that's for my part. And that's why we were trying uh, to, 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 I don't know, to, to live this year. And yeah. also for sure for the company as a business, um, to make it faster. I mean, we have an idea. Okay, let's try it. They make it. If it's if it's not good for us, let's change it and take the the, the knowledge about the this uh, experience and what's next. Mm -hmm. We don't take that that much time to make the the, the to to prove the ideas. I mean, yes. for the reason like that because well, this is the, we had to do this super fast and we had to prove a lot of things. So we don't have time to 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 see if it's a good idea, if it's going to work well, we, I don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yes. So, uh -huh. so also that, that, that what was we learned, that, that was what we learned, we learned yeah. about the business. Yes. And I have to be honest, Ale and I, we are also very, I don't know the word in English, but like when you want to do something, you, you just got to do it. I mean, Ambitious, because we, yeah. Yeah, we started yeah. with this, uh, with Nomad Latang, with only $150. Wow. Um, we, with this, we, we launched the, the landing page and the branding, and that's all. Yeah. It was only... I love it. <laughs> really, I love it. like a few dollars, I see. Yes. Really. We, yeah, and in, we in English, we would say humble beginnings. Humble beginnings, right? <laughs> <laughs> really, and it was for it was between uh, i mean total in total i mean yes. for me it was 75 dollars and Alejandra 75 dollars yeah. it was yeah. really nothing yeah. and we and we have now we have um good numbers in nomada i mean we are full time with nomada we have a team so we are congratulations really, really with the passion yes it. congratulations i love it a couple of things that you said I can I can relate to, you know, um, I've heard someone say the best way to get started is to get started. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, don't think about it too much. Just just take action. And it's interesting because as entrepreneurs, um, we are actually just creators. You know what I mean? Uh, like we have an idea. And as an entrepreneur, you can go act on that and make it real. And so that's the I mean, that's the very nature of 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 starting a business is that you start with zero, you don't have anything to work on or build upon you're, you're I mean, it's, it's all, it's all, you know, it's all up from here, meaning yeah. you start with zero. So anything you do is going to be a positive thing. Um, and so that's why it's important, I believe, to not have, you don't have the perfect action, you don't have to have the perfect plan to get started. Um, I've also heard that um, imperfect action trumps the first, per, let me say that again, imperfect action trumps the perfect plan, meaning just get started because it's, it's not about being perfect and our egos can really mess us up. So that's, yeah. it's amazing that you, you guys both have that, um, that ambition to just do it and get started and you'll learn later because it's all about making iterations in business and, and improving upon what you've, you've already started on. So amazing, 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 good. Well, um, you know, I, I want to be respectful of your time, so we won't we won't stay much any longer. But I just want to say thank you for your again being generous with your time. Thank you for being brave with your English. Um, <laughs> if I had to have you know if I had to have a call in Spanish, it wouldn't happen because I don't speak <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. So uh, that's that's really wonderful. 
Um, yeah, we should absolutely collaborate. Please, uh, both you and Alejandro Reynoso, please stay in touch. We can collaborate in some way, help each other out. Um, and uh, I'll be on LinkedIn. You know exactly where to find me. <laughs> so wonderful. Okay, Alejandra. Well, thank you so much again uh, for your time. I hope you have an amazing Friday, a wonderful weekend. And uh, I hope, hope all uh, success for you uh, and Namara Latam. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, absolutely. Ryan. Big sure. help from Medellin for, because now I'm in Medellin because as I because I work remotely I'm a digital nomad so now I'm in Medellin and where are you now? Uh, Denver, Colorado. Oh well, maybe one day we will meet somewhere in the world. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of tech happening here in Denver, so a lot of people come here for that. Awesome. Okay. okay. Well, have nice. a good have a good weekend. You All too, right, my friend. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.